Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... A robot stole my femur. A robot stole my femur. Yes, yeah. Which one's the femur the again? The bone. Um, Is that the shin bone or the the thigh bone? I think the femur like might be the collarbone. I'm gonna look this up because otherwise, you look that up. Yeah. Well, right o- now. over the course of the the, the episode, I'll, I'll look it up. Well, you look that up. I'll just go through who gave us that. That was given to us by Reese Howell. On Twitter, thank you, Reese, for that title. Uh, remember to go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch show to give us your titles every week so we can pitch those movies on the show. We're doing robot movies this week. Uh, yeah, let us know what your favourite robot movie is. We've never done that before. No. We never asked. Yeah, no, we didn't. Um, uh, for good reason, I think. Yeah. It's just... Put it in the comments. Yeah, this post. Let us let us know what your robot movie is, and <laughs> we won't do anything with that information. Yeah, we'll just sort of go. Huh? Yeah, that's that's, that's cool. That's a cool. Oh, I didn't a, think of that a, one. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, I haven't watched that one in a while. Yeah. Those are the sort of responses you can expect from us if you send us your favourite robot movie. I mean, th- those won't even be typed out. We'll just be looking at the notifications. Oh yeah, of course. My favourite robot movie, Tom, is yeah. um, a bootleg uh, fan cam of Starlight Express <laughs> in Vegas. Um, <laughs> Where all the trains uh, roll them laid <laughs> around and try to race each other. Of course it is. Yeah. Of course that's your favourite. That's my favourite robot. robot movie. But yeah, let us know what your favourite robot movie let is. Let me know if you like the, uh, the, the, the fan cam of a Starlight Express performance in Vegas. Please. Thank you. <laughs> so... Matt, shall we get on with some honor robot mentions? Yes, let's get some uh, get on with some honor robot mentions. Yeah, so this is the part of the show where we just go through a few more titles people have given us and just pitch those movies as well. Think just... of this as the scene where you see all the arms and legs individually in close-up before they're all inserted onto a torso and the brains put in for the robot to power up. Yep, the opening of Ghost in the Shell. Yes. There. Um, so from Jeff Beard, we've got Jonathan Spanatoes. Jonathan <laughs> Spanatoes? Yeah. I love it. It's just, I guess this is almost... This is a very, very under-the-radar Yes, Very Clever award. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. I suppose so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonathan Spanato. But here's the thing with Edward Scissorhands: it's yeah. not a robot movie. No, no. It's it's not even what it should be, which is a transhumanist uh, <laughs> parable. Yeah. Um, where he should be acknowledged for replacing his fingers with with scissors, because now he's real good at haircutting. <laughs> um, well, this guy. He's done the exact same thing. <laughs> really good at fixing cars. I think. I think like it's more a Bionic Man sort of situation. Yeah. Where he, um, like, early on, there's a kind of ER pre 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 title sort of situation, right? <laughs> yeah. Where he's like the cold open. Yeah. yeah. Where he's like walking barefoot into so, the. Um, um, there is. Oh a... shit! Is this is this a TV show in which every episode there's a problem that can be solved by having spanners? <laughs> I was thinking that maybe there's like a he, he's working in a garage, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's down by the beach, mm. right? He's like a beach hut front. Like he's he's fixing some people's like um, uh, VW camper van sort of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and he's walking, and he's like, yeah, he comes in from the beach, from surfing on the beach. Yeah. And he's got bare feet, and he's like, oh, man, what a great what a great surf I just had. Well, better get started on this freaking uh, VW bug thing, right? <laughs> anyway, so... Make it sound like a virus. <laughs> like start this VW bug. I don't know what cars are called, Tom. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he gets underneath the, the the VW bug. Yeah. And then a shark jumps out a of the shark. water. A shark. A shark that he's been taunting while surfing. I don't even He'd be think like, it's, yeah, fuck you, shark. I don't even think it's just a shark. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's a, a criminal shark. <laughs> oh, one of those criminal sharks. Yeah. yeah. One of those. Um, one of those sharks that like. Go after, go after, like a serial killer shark, like, <laughs> He's... like the one from Jaws. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a shark that's a member of a gang. Oh, right, like in Shark Tale, kind of. Yeah, yeah. So, like, um, I just it's... want to point out, right, in Shark, in Jaws Four, I was supposed to call it Shark. <laughs> just imagine if Jaws was just called Shark. Um, in Jaws Four, the Revenge, the, yeah. the original woman from Jaws is convinced that the shark is coming after her family. They killed the first shark. (laughs) I don't know what shark... I've not seen Jaws 2 till 4, but it's just like... If that's the plot of Jaws 4, clearly she's forgotten that in Jaws 1 they (laughs) They killed killed the the shark. shark, It's the ghost of the shark. Anyway, so what's happening (laughs) is, right, this, this gang... Mm. They've been. You hear it on the news, and it's and it's all over the place, right? Smugglers who are using sharks <laughs> to drive off the coast guard. <laughs> so there's right. So that's just the background for this yeah. this thing. And and Johnny Spanatos or whatever his yeah. name is, right, yeah. is fixing some coast guard vehicles in his little his little. We'll say now it's, it's we'll say it's a hut that on one side is car. Repairs. Yeah. On the other side is boat repairs. Yeah. And and so. Well, I I like it if he's like sort of off the beach on the road. Yeah, sure. In a car repair. It's it's both, but you know, the the shark shark just (laughs) (laughs) just (laughs) like goes off a ramp. You can see this fin coming a mile off because it's massive one, (laughs) and it's coming at about seventy miles an hour. And later on, we 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 in in this start, we don't know how it got there, right? We don't know how it ended up in his fucking house, but... <laughs> but, like, we see these people on surfing this wave, and out of this wave comes this giant shark mouth as it, as it shoots, <laughs> I just think fires out of the wave like a cannon. Later on, we will see that, but I think we start with it coming through his window. <laughs> just a shark. He's just like, fixing this car, fixing this boat, and... And it's just a shark, like a torpedo, just plows through, chomps his feet off. And then we cut to <laughs> cut to the titles. Yeah, <laughs> the, the titles play as he's been rushed through hospital. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like uh, sort of. Dun, 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 dun. We can fix him. We can. <laughs> we can fix him. We've just not got any replacement feet. And <laughs> because he's lost his, 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 the shark couldn't get far enough, so it just ate his feet. It's not a hospital. They rush him to. Someone goes. <laughs> we can, we can't. Take him to the hospital. The local hospital's fallen over. It's <laughs> been it's been knocked over by criminals. Ah, criminal we're, shark. We're gonna have to operate here and now in and the, the garage. garage. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got all these face masks on. They're just they're just putting 
<laughs> Johnny Spanatello. Using using like the end of a claw hammer to keep his uh, like keep his skin open while they like prop like yeah. bits of bits of wire up to try and cut him open. It's, it's George Clooney. Yeah. He's now got spanners for toes. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't lose had. all his feet. Yeah. He just lost his toes. <laughs> that's all they had. So they just shoved spanners up his feet. Yeah. Like and uh, and like they're all, they're all different sizes. <laughs> ones are ones are the circle spanners. Yeah. The others yeah. are the, uh, got the sort a, of U shaped spanners. The middle ones are the monkey wrench, so it's it, adjustable. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, and he just goes out and solves crimes. I think. I think, I think for the rest of the series. <laughs> I think a big part of it is like you know. So he's he's um, uh, he's restoring. He's been restoring a boat that was attacked by the the mob. Yeah. Right. That well, was why. That have was, you, why have you got to play this out, Matt? That it's... was why he was. That's why he was targeted. Yeah. Right. And then the the twist is right that they didn't want him to fix that that um, boat. Because if they ever took that back out again, something would be discovered. And what it was, that was that the boat was sabotaged from the inside. One of the Coast Guard had mm. set up a ramp in the water oh. for the shark to go up. This is the pilot episode, I take it. So yeah. he, he ends up bringing down... Yeah, a, a, a conspiracy. The guy. But that's when we see two... Uh, we see, like, we get flashbacks when the person's in the dock... And we get flashbacks of two shady individuals <laughs> walking up towards walking up towards the beach. They're in yeah. black trench coats and f- fedoras <laughs> as they walk with <laughs> with hammers, with hammers and bricks. Yeah, and they they make Take a brick ramp and make a brick ramp on the beach. So one 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 set of them are, are pushing over the hospital, yeah. while another set. Uh, making a brick ramp to to set up on the beach so that the the the, the shark can get good air. I really like the idea of us filming this pilot, taking it to the studio, yeah. and them going. He was able to <laughs> solve the crime without using his spanner toes. <laughs> why is he called Jonathan's? Why does he have spanners for toes? And why is he called Johnny Spanner Toes? <laughs> And we have to then say something along the lines of we were given the title. <laughs> now you don't. This understand. is how the podcast works. What it means is you he he can have very much a bit like you know the Flintstones where you put your feet through the floor. Yeah, he can drive cars and boats and things whilst tuning up the gears with his little tootsies. Yeah, yeah. So he, he, there's works. no there's no floor to his cab. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> how would that help? Because it means it can go th- real good fast. It Tom. can go real good fast. Okay, but like again, it. it... Do you know let's, who he's coming up against? How, Do you know who's coming up against? Who he's going up against? Uh... Yeah, his hands. <laughs> Billy Misslefingers. <laughs> So he's going to need to drive fast. You see, he's going to get out of the way of those fingers. That would make a better series. Uh, well, uh, here's, here's the problem, Tom. Yeah. It's already a Doctor Who villain. Billy Misslefingers? Billy Misslefingers. What? You know, in the new series, there's an episode where he fires his fingers out like <laughs> missiles. Missiles. And oh, then yeah. they, they get in people's ears and make them scared. And give them bad dreams. And that's true, listeners. Yeah. If you don't watch Doctor Who, there is an episode where... Billy Misslefingers, he's not his name, but <laughs> Billy Misslefingers fires his fingers out like yeah. missiles 
and then the finger goes in their ear like a wet willy, twizzles around a bit and gives them bad bad dreams. <laughs> Billy Misslefingers. Billy Misslefingers. That's the bad guy in the pilot episode of Johnny Spanatos. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and what you'll find is that over the course, the vibe is it's people, but with other things for, for fingers, toes, or other, other you know... It's, it's you know the the yeah. bad guys and the good guys are kind of transhumanist sort of marvels. Yeah. Uh, can you think of any more about bad guys for that? Jane Screwdriver Eyes. Jane Screwdriver Eyes. Yeah. 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 Um, Timmy Wrench Nose. Yeah. Yeah. Roger Turtle Knees. <laughs> turtle Knees. Turtle Knees. He's got yeah. turtles for knees. All oh, right. Um, got what it means is he can slide on his knees loads. Yeah. So he he does he can slide under things. Sarah Chopstick Teeth. Chopstick teeth. Yeah, that's got to be painful. And it is is going to be painful, especially with chopsticks being so long. Yeah, and your regular teeth being very short. She hasn't closed her mouth in yeah. like four and a half years. <laughs> I mean, her jaw is just like down on her chest yeah. constantly. <laughs> um, so that's that was uh, what was he called? Billy Johnny Spanato. Johnny Spanato. Yeah, yeah. Is that it? That's that. Yeah. So from Jane Erith Magnet, we've got Rise of the Mecha Penguin. <laughs> All right. Not a lot of people have been down to Antarctica recently, Matt. No. You know why? Fucking penguins. Penguins again, is it? building something. They're building something. (laughs) Yeah, they're building something down there. Back in the days when Antarctica was much bigger. Yeah. Took up half the earth with ice. Yeah. And then over time, we started to build cars. Yeah. Back in the days of old. And ever since then, the ice has just been melting and melting away, melting away. The penguins, they love it. They love ice. They love yeah. snow. And Can't... it's time that we were stopped. Yeah, well, yeah, this is the thing. We've been pushed back. One, one, a long time ago, us and the penguins were like best buds. Yeah. We would be trading with them, uh, sort of like Have you penguins. heard of these these zombie fires that are happening in the Antarctic? No. So, um, zom- it's weird, right? It's fires that are underneath the ice, ice's surface. Yeah. Because it's oil, right? They're on fire. What? And they appear to have gone out. Yeah. But of course, they're still just burning under the ice. That's so weird. It's mad. You know what? You know what those those fires are being used for? Well, this is the thing. Like, yeah, they they've got a workshop under there. Yeah. They're building, it's churning out fumes, just the same as humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the Antarctic oil reserve is being being harnessed by Happy Feet and Co. Mm. Uh, Grand Major Penguin, played by uh, Roger Allen, yep. rallies the penguins together. <laughs> Are we seeing this from humans' perspective, like a kaiju movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's a Roland Emmerich uh, style sort of twenty twelve sure um, Godzilla All uh, right. Independence Day style movie. So we're saying that um, uh, let's say um, Lucy Lawless. Um, <laughs> Xena Warrior Xena Princess. Warrior Princess, yeah. Lucy Lawless wow. is... Um... I, I think we have used her before. <laughs> Very but sparingly. But not, not, not for a while. I don't think anyone else has used her as well for <laughs> yeah. a while, to be honest. Um, Lucy Lawless, well, it's time she had a, a comeback. L- Lucy um, Lawless is great. Yeah, she's a penguin interpreter. Yeah. Right. She's in a, uh, zoo, she's in a zoo, right? And this penguin comes in, gets brought into captivity. She's like, don't stop handling it like that. Yeah. And it's like... Nah, and he's like pecking everyone. Yeah. Right. And they're like, ah, ah, just chuck him in there. And they're like, what are you doing being cruel to this? She's like, what are you doing being cruel to this penguin? Yeah. And they're like, it's a bastard. It's been pecking us all day. We're just yeah. bringing it in. 
Uh, we it's rescued a it. Penguin. We rescued it from what looks like an illegal oil derrick <laughs> out in the out on the Antarctic Sea. Yeah. Right. We we rescued it. Someone, and we're going to tell Greenpeace about this. Yeah. Someone out in the Arctic Circle, the Antarctic Circle, the Antarctica, has a some kind of workshop out there yeah. that we've just saved this penguin from. Greenpeace and the UN, UN need telling. Well, they they put this penguin in a uh, in a jail cell for the night, and she's like she she's jail like, cell. You mean a zoo? <laughs> oh, I mean, no, 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 right. There's there's a jail cell in the zoo. Okay, for, for bad, bad penguins, animals. Yeah, yeah for <laughs> bad penguins. <laughs> for bad animals. No, yeah. no, it's like <laughs> that penguin's also in there with a lion. <laughs> <laughs> What are, you, what are you in for? Uh, says the lion. Says the lion. <laughs> well, I'm thinking. I'm thinking the penguin just sort of shuffling into a corner while this lion's just like <laughs> doing pull-ups. <laughs> it's got a tattoo of a teardrop on its eye. So, so we cut away from that, <laughs> right? <laughs> as as we return to to Lucy Lawless. Who's who's trying to like figure out where this this workshop is? Like, what's going on with the with the penguins? The reason? The well, no, re- I, I I think she's she's like in the jail cell. She starts to feed the penguin. Just like I, I feel so sorry for you. Well, I'm I'm thinking that the the penguin went into the bad bad animals area. Yeah. Because um it got put in with the rest of the penguins and chased them all into a corner squawking. Yeah. Right. And they're all hiding in the corner mm. and it's like. Wah, wah, and then that's when it gets put in, right? Yeah. And then so she, to try and figure out this behaviour, goes to observe the um, this situation in the in the jail, right? Mm. Um, so that's that, that's what I've got is that like the reason it's in there is because it was like aggressively shouting at the other penguins. Yeah. And she goes to observe its its behaviour in this and to feed it. She feels really sorry for mm. it. She's going there, and. She starts to get ideas as to what what it's saying, like mm. what what it's. Mm, I what don't its think she gets are. ideas to what she's saying. Oh, she can just hear it. I, th- I think this penguin just sort of waddles up to her and goes, "Hello there. <laughs> Thank you for the food. It's Keith David. Okay. Yeah. Um, look, seeing as you've been kind to me, I'll give you a warning. Something's coming." Lucy Lawless, something's coming. Something big. Something big. Something to put you humans in your place. <laughs> He's like, what? What? A talking pain? Yes, we can all talk. Most she, of the ones that have like... been domesticated have forgotten, forgotten the knowledge on how to. But I'm, I'm from Antarctica. We know how to speak. And she's like, okay. We know, we know, we know science. And we she, know how to build. She's like, oh, okay, but you are still penguins. So like, he says, oh, we're all intelligent, right? Yeah. She's like, oh, okay, but you, you're still, you're still penguins, though. She's still a little bit like, all right, but you are still just penguins, mm. um, uh, and <laughs> doesn't take him seriously. Yeah. At which point, right? You see that when she came in, she like, um, uh, she put a. a piece of metal down to to divide the cell between the lion and the uh, and the penguin uh she she doesn't believe him right yeah. uh, and there's this little like dividing cell door yeah. right a piece of metal with a little doggy door in the mi- middle of it yeah and then uh uh he's like uh oh simba uh and then the door goes 
and, and and you see the, the lion there with some yeah. some lock picks <laughs> <laughs> and has opened the door. What? And he's like, "What do you want, boss?" <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think um, Mecha Penguin, this giant waddling kaiju made of metal, yeah. is just destroying New York. So I. What do, happens? Do we do we think? I think um, that he. Um, Keith David mm. starts to um, see that some humans from from his interaction with Lucy Lawless mm. he starts to see that some humans aren't all bad right yeah but he was the lead scientist on the Mecha Pre- Penguin project <laughs> right oh no uh, that's was, why he was, was found in the workshop he was the lead scientist who was like who was tasked with building it yeah but didn't really want to. Well, I think he, he, I think he, he didn't he, know, he know thought, what it was He for. thought he could see a peaceful solution. Yeah. Where there was a very gun ho general yeah, of the yeah. penguins that was like, "We should be killing those humans." <laughs> well, he was like, "It's it's very much mutually assured destruction, right?" Yeah. They were like, "Well, they've got nukes, but we've got an, if we've got a mecha penguin, <laughs> we can de- declare independence as a state. Yeah. And we can go from there. Yeah. Right. That's what he thought was going to happen. But then a new general leader came came like took over. Yeah. and wanted to use it yeah. um, and so he was like and that's when he was found on the workshop by by these these rescuers right? Yeah. These, these people who thought he, they were rescuing him when actually what he was trying to do was power the thing down <laughs> <laughs> or like put codes in that would, so, would lock it so Lucy Lawless has to help him power the mecha penguin down yeah has to, has to make it help him hack into the controls so that the, the, the government the, the, sorry the penguin government can't take over it <laughs> So, so, <laughs> so, Keith David Penguin riding on. Yeah. Um, uh, let's say Lucy Lawless is back. No, no, riding like on a lion. Riding, riding on a lion. Yeah, oh, <laughs> and Lucy Lawless also riding on the lion as well. Sure, they're both riding on a lion. Um, yeah. it's... As they charge towards this mega penguin. <laughs> As they as they walk, they go in in and out of buildings in New York, trying to get up to a level where they can jump onto its knees. Yep, there we go. <laughs> and uh, and they they end up having a standoff with the general penguin at the top. Yep, general penguin played by J.K. Simmons, of course. Yep. Um, and uh, out of nowhere, Keith David picks up a gun out of his feather <laughs> and, and shoots the uh, shoots the general And he goes, pating, pating, like the bullets glance off him, yeah. right? And Lucy Lawless is down on the ground yeah. trying to figure out what's going on. She's like radioing people, radioing people all, all the time, <laughs> just right? Just people, yeah. Yeah, just, just she's radioing like, oh, get... People. Yeah, shoot, shoot that bit of it. Shoot that bit of it. Power that bit down, right? <laughs> hack, hack into the access codes over there. That's what she's saying, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and, and Simba, the the the, the hacker lion, <laughs> the hacker and master thief lion. That's why he was in there for bad yeah, behaviour. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's because he was he's, he's, he's trying to stage a heist. <laughs> um, uh, I love how we set up a world in which in which penguins are, are, are sort of human. Yeah, and then there's just a lion. <laughs> None of the other lions. He's, are... he's a cat burglar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> None of the other lions are like no, this. No, no, no. It's just, it's just, just one, this one lion. Um, uh, because because um, the penguins unlocked his potential. Because uh, <laughs> Keith David's unlocked his potential. Right, okay. Yeah. That's, that's another thing <laughs> we'll, we'll not... <laughs> we'll not discuss or go into, yeah. Um, but anyway, he's like, Lucy, there's a... there's a Dr. Lucy Lawless. This is his character. Um, there's, there's a... 
There's a weird radio frequency over here. What's and she's like, what is it? And he, oh, and, no. and and he's like, I don't understand it. It's it's coming from Washington. And uh, she she's like, well, jam it, jam it immediately. Uh, and um, she jams it. Yeah. And the the general penguin on the top who yeah. he who was about to throw um, Keith David's character over the edge. Yeah. Powers down. What? Because he too was a tiny mecha penguin being controlled by Washington. <gasps> they were trying oh, to they're... establish an Antarctic state yeah. so that they could go to war with it oh. and take all the oil. Oh! The whole thing's a 9-11 allegory. <laughs> <laughs> for, for that conspiracy theory. Yeah. If, if, the, if Washington orchestrated 9-11 jet fuel beams so, so it, was, it was Washington yeah, yeah, yeah. all along that orchestrated yeah, exactly uh, yeah oh that orchestrated the mecha penguin yeah. it, it, it wasn't it, it wasn't the penguin <laughs> it wasn't this whole backstory of penguins growing up well it was they're all robot it wasn't, penguins right? they were trying to do that but what Washington needed was not mm. a was not a, 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 a independent state yeah. what they needed was an enemy yeah so yeah. they 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 put an insurgent penguin in there. The thing is, legally, no one owns Antarctica. Yeah, exactly. So it, they needed someone to declare they, independence. Yeah, they needed they needed an act of war from yeah. Antarctica, and no one would believe. Yeah. <laughs> that in the early days of the twentieth century, that uh, America was being watched by, president, by president. intelligences higher <laughs> than their own. They've got a president. In, from behind you know like they in the 90s they always shot the queen from behind yeah um and it's like because it's just crown hair and then robe or whatever um and then like you've got the president from behind looking through a book that says uh usa uh, international strategy playbook and it's like <laughs> oh what we need is uh we need we need to, we need to fight them we need to go to war with them and then uh, just the president <laughs> Um, we never see his yeah, face. Exactly. Like, it's from the back. Like, he's like the claw from uh, exactly. Inspector Gadget. Or, yeah. the, or the queen. Or the queen. <laughs> from yeah. 90s films. Yeah, yeah. Um, we need to go to war with them. Uh, and uh, the, uh, the someone says, but sir, there aren't any people in Antarctica <laughs> to go to war with. Well, I guess, what is there? It's just penguins. Penguins, you say? <laughs> We're gonna have to go to war with them. You mean those tiny men in suits? <laughs> Sounds like a perfect country to go to war with. <laughs> Boo <Boo-boo>. boo. <laughs> Yogi Bear is the president in this yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> it's his really hairy arm, hairy bear arm, <laughs> in the Oval Office, and we don't really question why. No, because we've already got a, a cat burglar hacker lion. <laughs> And that's the end of the film. I'm sure if you listen back to that pitch, yeah. uh, you'll you'll probably have more questions. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, just go with it. I'm sure we mentioned unlocking the lion's potential at one point. <laughs> yeah. Which doesn't doesn't go with the twist at all. Sure, it does. Or the fact that Keith David, Keith David penguin. No, the penguins are sentient. Okay, so it all makes sense. Yeah, the penguins right. are sentient. It's just that they 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 sent in this this general, the robot. To, to make them, yeah, to rile them up. That's, that's fair. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. Quite now a it makes sense, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, it all makes sense. And you should expect to see that coming out 2021. 
So those were all our honourable mentions. Thank you to everyone who gave us titles and continues to give us titles every week uh, to keep the show going. Because without those titles, we wouldn't have a show. There I mean, wouldn't be a show. This week's final major pitch from Reese Howell, a new contender. Oh, mm. welcome um, to the show. Welcome to the show, Mr. Howell. A robot stole my femur. A robot stole my femur. Well, I promised you, Tom, that I would Google it during the break. Yep. And I haven't. No, I have. I have. Oh, I have you? Yeah. What is it? It's, it's your thigh bones. Your thigh bones. Connected to your, your knee bones. bones. Yeah, yeah. And your hip bones. And your hip bones. Um, sequentially. Yes. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's, uh, a robot stole my femur. Yeah. Um, so what... So this, this is a, a heavy theme... Mm. Tom, in robots, in robot movies, yeah. is robots wanting to be more like humans. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if they weren't sure which part of the human made you more human. Because <laughs> to a robot, it's all the same. Well, I'm thinking... So one, like, there's, there's robots going around pulling feet off people like, ah, I'm just like a human now. Well, I'm trying to think of robots that don't have, like... the. In film that don't have like legs yeah. per se, so like Wally, R two D two, R two D two, BB eight, BB eight, yeah, BB eight is just a ball with a head. <laughs> um, I've never described BB eight like that, but that's quite a funny way of describing <laughs> it, a ball with a head. Johnny five, Johnny five, yeah, another another <clears throat> sort of caterpillar track one, yeah. Um, yeah, but there's no there's no robots with just like the bottom half of a leg. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like there are robots with legs, though, on and a, then um, so that they can use uh, just it's basically they've got a, a, a robot bottom leg, yeah. robot hips, and just in between there, the knee and the and the hip is yeah. just human flesh. I quite like the idea of so Florence Pugh builds. Um, a robot not unlike R2-D2. Okay. In fact, it's a replica of r She loves Star Wars. She loves Star Wars so much that she... And this is the near future. Yeah. She loves Star Wars. So she's an MIT graduate. Yeah. Loves um, Star Wars so much that she creates her first, like, her, her absolute, like, life's work thus far... Yeah. ...is this robot... That looks like R two D two and performs many of the things that R two D two might do. Mm. Right, helps you out repairing basic things around yeah. the house. Um, and, and it's and for most of the time, it's just Florence Pugh sort of going to work on other robots, other things with the help of a new puddy R two D two from Star buddy. Wars. Yeah, yeah, from Star Wars. <laughs> It's even got the oh, little but... little stick that comes out and can shock people. Yeah, yeah, and it does that to, to someone who who Giving comes up to her, yeah. comes up to her, a la Captain Marvel, and go, "You shouldn't be making robots. You're a girl." Yeah, exactly. Thanks, thanks, R two D two. Yeah, yeah, R two D two loves rolling around, <laughs> hates misogyny. That's so... that's that is mo R two D two. So she goes to a a conference. Yeah, right, like a, one of these uh, loads of people who are good at making robots conference, mm. where she meets. Um, I'm going to say Jason Sudeikis, who's yeah. also a robot genius. Yeah, um, who has a, a friend. Uh, played by Anthony Daniels, mm-hmm. um, called um, uh, 
Bill Bpo. <laughs> Bill Bpo. Yeah. Um, he's just a regular human person. He's no, he's he's built to be like a regular human okay. person, apart from with skin that's gold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So it looks exactly like Anthony Daniels. Yeah. If, it, it looks so we've just sprayed Anthony Daniels gold, yeah, yeah, like yeah, in yeah. the opening scenes of Goldfinger. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay, yeah. Um, Bill Bpo though. Mm. has a slightly more vain like uh, and high-minded because so does Jason Sudeikis mm. Jason Sudeikis has a very vain and high-minded idea of what robots are supposed to be yeah. you know he's like oh well you see he's got that voice you see this is my progeny this is my legacy <laughs> Jason Sudeikis yeah, is this he yeah. says yeah this is my legacy mm. In, in, he's kind of feigning because he thinks he's real smart. He's feigning a British accent because he thinks that's what, what smart scientists do. Of course. Right? So he's, he's from Detroit, but, he, you know, mm. yeah. Um, he's feigning a British accent. Yeah. And he's like, this is my legacy. This is my, my, my progeny. This is who I will leave behind. Mm. These robots... Florence Pugh, I'm sure you understand my reasoning here. He's like really being passionizing. Is uh, 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 the next step in human evolution. Mm. Bill Bpo, please <laughs> pour me a glass of wine. And then B- Bill Bpo's like, I suppose I, sh- I will, yes. Uh, and, and sort of pours him a glass of wine, right? Yeah. He gets a, a, a bottle of wine, like fr- he extends his arm really long. Yeah, yeah. And like gets on a spring. Yeah, and gets yeah. a bottle of wine and yeah. brings it back. And he's like, see, you do it so much better than I do, Bill Bpo. <laughs> but there is one thing you'll never be able to do <laughs> that we humans can, and that is to love our own progeny and our own children and <laughs> to love each other. All right. You'll never do that, Bill Bpo. Is and he, and Bill he... Bpo's getting kind of annoyed at this, right? Yeah. Is he what? Is he is he the antagonist of this movie? He's James he's gonna set off a, a state of events that's yeah. really gonna fuck with stuff, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he's not a loving father, really. No. Like he's he's basically rubs in all the things that Bill BPO is not. So we cut to a conversation between Bill BPO, Golden Anthony Daniels, and R two D two while they go off and they they get they're getting uh, registered to give their presentations at these these talks. Mm. And uh, Bill BPO is like, you know, R2-D2, I think that we could become, I, I don't know how, but it is my intent to find out how to become human. I suggest we do a thorough analysis of the humans. And R2-D2 is like, question mark, question mark, question mark sort of situation. He's doing beeps and boops, you know, and he's like, what do you mean that would be immoral? We are robots. We have no morals. And so he he starts hatching a plan mm. to try and replace parts of himself with humans. Who? Bill BPO. Bill BPO. Ah. Bill BPO already has femurs. Yeah. Yeah. But like R2D2 is sort of like getting drawn into this into right. this plan, right? All right. So so R2D2 is kind of like yeah, you're right. I don't understand my yeah, my, yeah. my my mother. Yeah. So there's a whole scene where it's just like fuck what what have i become i'm, I'm just a slave to, yeah. to florence Pugh. exactly because like, he's seen how um uh jason sudeikis is treating robots yeah and and 
sees that truly the, the even though and um so when when ah this is it right there's a scene there's a scene where i just really like opening this this film with florence Pugh doing track running yeah at mit you're like in a sort of uh yeah. uh um where is uh MIT? It's, it's harvard isn't it no no, no it's uh boston massachusetts institute of technology that's that's what mit stands for well um to me American geography is a jigsaw puzzle, so you know it doesn't it is, matter. It is. It's uh, you can make a, you can make a <laughs> jigsaw out of it. Anyway, go on. Um, yeah, I'm thinking we open the open the film with her jogging on a track. Yeah, um, and I think one night she wakes up. Yeah, and, and she's just got little legs. <laughs> it's just, it's just. Hips, then knees. We have, we have this, we have this scene. We have this scene where, um, uh, like, R two D two is kind of feeling like, um, in in the conversation before, yeah, um, uh, and it, it in the conversation before, R two D two has been like, no, this that would be wrong, yeah, and he's like, and and Bill BPO is like, you just watch how your owner speaks to you, yeah, right, and you'll see. Next scene is um. Uh, Florence Pugh going oh come on come on R2-D2 um, we're going yeah yeah can you just hand me that wrench I need to you know whatever right yeah yeah and then he he's like oh and then we get that long pause kind of like in um, Parasite where the only dialogue is the rich person talking yeah but yeah. you can kind of tell how angry you know you get the close up on R2D2 yeah. and even though R2D2 is not doing anything to react to to, to, <laughs> to be like, an active listener. That's that's the beauty of R2D2. <laughs> there is no facial expression but, but R2D2 does so much. He just spins the lens yeah. around a little bit. <laughs> it's the speed in which the uh, in which the head swivels. <laughs> so he's like he's like R2 she's like R2D2 can you pass me that wrench and then immediately like that, you just straight to her. Yeah, it's like a crash zoom to R two D 2s head, <laughs> where the whole thing spins round, and it just stares at her for a moment before getting the the wrench and taking it over to her. Yeah, so I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking R two D two also helps Florence Pugh's friend out um, at medical school. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. Well. So does surgery. Because, yeah, because we've got to set that up. This <laughs> yeah, the... robot is able to do complex well, surgical th- that's procedures. That's it. Like that's what he. That's what she made him for. He's Con- a, he, he's a complex surgical robot. Complex surgical procedures like removing someone's <laughs> thighs. Yeah. So so <laughs> we establish we establish that. Touching the legs. <laughs> Well, we established that it's a complex surgical <laughs> robot that just happens to be themed like R two D two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really an engineering bot; it's a it's a medical bot at, at, at its heart. Yeah, it just looks like R two D two. And I'm thinking, what R two D two has done <laughs> is stolen Florence Pugh's thighs. <laughs> it's, you know those bits on the side of R two D two. Yeah, that sort the of like stands. just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're sort of at the side. R2-D2 was attached the femurs <laughs> out, of, out of the sides of R2-D2. And then it's got the little feet on yeah. the bottom. <laughs> so it can walk like a human. But its legs are sort of coming out of the side and it's, it's got knees pivoting, that can pivoting, bend. Pivoting, pivoting, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, like it's just this fleshiness. <laughs> And then more robot for legs. It's like <laughs> coming out the sides of this robot. It's like, it 
looks like a bin <laughs> with, <laughs> with two wobbly like legs and then, then metal bits and then the just metal little feet yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so that's that that's flailing it's it's stomping around <laughs> We cut to the same shot as the opening of you know Florence Pugh's other track. Yeah, running yeah. like we just get the cam. She's running towards the camera as the camera's <laughs> sort it's of moving R2 as well. R two D two's legs flailing <laughs> around. It's R two D two in a in a MIT hoodie <laughs> making the runs. <laughs> and, and then and then she phones up. Um, she phones up like uh, all her friends, including <laughs> including Jason Sudeikis, who's screaming. And and the like you just hear this clatter 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 when um first when he first picks up the phone, you hear a clatter 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 and a shit Oh come on, what the hell? And he's like, I need to and his arms are gone. I I, I like I like Jason Sajakas being just a head at this point. <laughs> just he's just a head. And so like um Bill BPO's arms are twice as long. His legs are twice as long, he's got two torsos on top of each other. <laughs> there's no replacement here you just add here I also love the setup of when Florence Pugh is running on the track at the beginning of the film we see R2-D2 just longingly watching her (laughs) like Hal in 2001 (laughs) A Space Odyssey just like just looking into R2-D2's eyes and we don't know what he's thinking there's many ways to think of this right there's many many interpretations of that scene first one is just that he's dedicated to her he's still inside that bubble and he loves her but when you some, watch it some again. interpretations when you watch it again yeah. are like, well, that could be construed as he already is having those thoughts. Yeah. And he only um, gives the, uh, the morality argument to Bill Bepio mm. because um, he feels he, he's got to. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know where this is going. Yeah. Right. And that is because... Florence Pugh's not only a great engineer, yeah, she is also sort of the track star of MIT. Yeah, absolutely, right, sure. So she wakes up that morning, got little like, tiny feet. Little, on the end well, of... well, just it's just legs. It's it's just, it's, just, it's... just knee, shin, leg. Yeah, a knee, shin, foot. Sort of hip, hip, knee, hip, shin, foot. Hip calves. Yeah, and and then foot. Yeah. So she's wobbling around, like trying to get used to that. Yeah. So, because obviously, running, walking requires knees. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But it is just like she's just wobbling <laughs> from one side to the other, and like she's walking around the university like that, <laughs> like a toddler. Yeah, yeah. She gets she gets to her friend Vanessa Hudgens' house, yeah, yeah. who's the medical uh, medical person. She's yeah. like, "What has happened? <laughs> what did you teach my droid?" <laughs> She's like, I didn't teach it that. It must have had this idea. It must have got this idea from someone else. Yeah. So they, they, that's it. She doesn't phone. Um, she doesn't phone. Uh, she phones Vanessa Hudgens first. Yeah. She does not phone because she doesn't want to phone. Um, Jason, Jason Sudeikis, Sudeikis, right? Yeah. So they both go to his house because no, he hasn't turned up. When they yeah. go to his his office to see mm. if it, like he's seen anything, um, uh, to, because he's an expert in robot brains, <laughs> they right? Ring the doorbell and he just is ow. Ow, 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 as this head rolls down the stairs. <laughs> um, and then, uh, like, you see um, 
he, he, he's got no idea either. No. But he knows that, like, he woke up like this and he could see Bill BPO wobbling around <laughs> with two torsos, two arm, two length arms, two length legs, yeah. uh, double length legs and, 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 and that sort of thing. And he's like, he took everything and just left this machine that keeps my head going. And he's just, like, he's just got this this neck yeah. on, a, like, a little machine. And so... Um, oh, no, no, he's he's got the BB-8 ball. <laughs> he's rolling around on <laughs> With Jason Sudeikis' head okay, on the yeah, top yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, um, And so they they leave, the, you know, the, trying to try and track him down. Uh, and he's like, well, in a way, we've succeeded the most mm. because we've created life that wants to be human. <laughs> yeah, right? and she's like... That's not gonna get my legs back. You're crazy, Jason Sudeikis. I've I've got a I've got a championship race to run tomorrow. What am I gonna do to save my funding for this yeah. for, for this medical stuff I'm doing? This yeah. if this gets out, I'm done for. In the meantime, cut to Bill BPO and R2. Right, and Bill BPO is like, "Do you feel any more human, R2?" <laughs> no, me neither. It's clear to me that the only thing left to do is to take the rest of them. <laughs> and so, like... Um, I think at this point, Florence Pugh's just like, nope, not well, having any of that. She doesn't know yet. Oh, no. Florence Pugh gets a phone call from Jason Sudeikis going, Ah, help, help me, Florence! Oh, no. Ow, ow, ow. Right, as he, like, as they get back to the house... And he is basically, like... And this is the way I want you to think of this, listeners... Think of C-3PO. Normal arms, normal legs, all that sort of stuff, right? Anthony Daniels' real head, spray-painted gold. Yeah. Um, but shaved, yeah. so he looks more ro- robotic. Um, and then in the middle of the torso, where that big target is mm. on C-3PO, yeah. the big sort of concentric circle, that is where, that is where at a cross-section, yeah. the entirety of Jason Sudeikis is put through like a spear. Right. Oh God. So his his head is coming out of the front ah. of of that target, and the rest of him is flailing that's, along that's along behind. Horrific. Yeah. That's terrifying. So I think Florence Pugh needs to get out of this, right? <laughs> yeah. Right, because I don't want anything bad to happen to Florence Pugh more than has already happened. Well, this is this is the point at which Florence Pugh has like ends up as 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 R two D two is uh, preparing the scalpels and stuff. <laughs> It's like, you like games, R2-D2. You like gambling. <laughs> we'll also establish this in the... Because <laughs> she's playing cards with uh, with it. Okay. While, while they're having their break, while working on a car or something. Yeah. On, a, on a new machine. Sure. Um, you always beat me at poker. Yeah, you always beat me at poker. Because you're impossible to read. <laughs> you, you're, a, you're a betting... <laughs> You've got a great poker face, R2-D2. You're a betting man. Aren't you? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and um, he's like, well, why not? Instead of hunting me down and killing me, like you're going to do, like Bill BPO has done to, to Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Why don't we have a, a contest that obviously you will win, but you'll you'll give me a chance. You'll make it a fair fight. You're an honourable man, aren't you? And I think we cut back to him being an honourable man as well. <laughs> Okay. At, at some point in the film, yeah. like I don't know how how it's like. Well, show me. Show she says it's not even a bet, right? Mm. She says, "Show me how improved you are mm. over humans." Show, yeah, by show beating me, me in a race. Me in a race yeah. right? And so the day begins. Yep. It's it's 
misty. We see dew on on the grass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, as as R two D two and and uh, Florence Pugh sort of set up. Yeah. Uh, the ground R two D two is like. <laughs> Like I'm definitely subtitles. I'm definitely gonna beat you. Yeah, it says. Yeah, you dumb idiot. Dumb. <laughs> you dumb, dumb human idiot. idiot. Human, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, and... are we really are we really, really characterizing R two D two like this? Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought we were just going misguided, but we've got right? just malicious. To be honest, now. to be honest, I'm pretty sure you can put in. Are we really doing this, you dumb idiot human? <laughs> in quite a lot of Star, Star Wars, Wars yeah, and yeah. it would work. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking like most of MIT has turned up to watch this race because okay. there's a lot riding on it. Yeah. A lot of people like Florence Pugh. <laughs> She's known throughout the college. Yeah. Um and so I think the race starts off. Yeah. Florence Pugh obviously sort of waddling on a Lagging two behind. A two, yeah, yeah. Like she she can't she can't do it. And she, it's hurdles as well. Right? Yeah. And she's oh god, no, yeah. It's well, hurdles. She, she's using both her arms as yeah. well. And this um, is the thing: it wasn't going to be hurdles. Yeah. But then, and she might have had a fair shot at that. Yeah. But Bill Bpo read all the rule books in in contests you've got to do, mm. and it turns out that anyone at any time at MIT athletics can opt to add hurdles to the process. Yeah, and and you can, and you can. that's what Bill BPO did. And it's, it's like, he's, che- oh, he's that's cheating. What, that's what R2-D2 did. Well, B- Bill BPO was the one who, like, you know, really, like, he was the one who, like, lawyered it up, right, mm. to, to, to cheat, because he can see that, that Florence Pugh doesn't have legs big enough to get over well, hurdles. This is, a, this is the thing. Also, Florence Pugh the night before, yeah. sort of, to sort of give her an advantage by helping her sort of bend over so she could use both her arms as yeah. well, Made this sort of shell, yeah, out of out of metal, okay, um, with like a sort of like back that was looks like a looks like a tortoise's shell, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sort of domed, on yeah, the underneath, on, yeah, uh, well, on, on the back as yeah. well. So she's just crawling on all fours, yeah, yeah, yeah. like what well, all fours? She's not on her knees, obviously. She's just sort of four yeah. legs. Well, no, she, yeah, it's it's just she's 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 walking on her hands, mm. right. And as she, as she starts to try and get over these hurdles, she's struggling because yeah, yeah. you can't still can't be at something with legs if, with your arms. Yeah. And as R two D two checks looks to check, it turns his head round to check yeah. how far she is behind. Yeah. He's gonna win this easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sees her walking on her hands, the the those points coming up towards because she's now up almost upside down, mm. coming up to a domed top. Yeah. And he sees himself in her. Yeah. And also decides not to do anything about it. He, <laughs> he beats he, her. He, no, he, <laughs> no, no, he keeps on, right? He keeps on going. Yeah. So he's like, near the end of the lap, he's like, oh, God, there's there's no nowhere nowhere near. I'll just power down for a bit, recharge my batteries. It's the tortoise in the hair. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like the thing. Yeah. I, I like. I like the fact uh, yeah, that yeah. she 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 resembles him so yeah. much in those two little legs heading up to a domed top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 a torso that goes up to a to, to a dome. The, he's he's completely. He realizes sort of, that they're not so different. He just shuts down. Yeah, he, shuts he, down at the last minute. No, he comes back. Yeah, he comes back. Oh. picks her up. Yeah, and they pass the finish line together. Yeah. Like family. Florence Pugh doesn't die. No, nope. she just remains with those little legs. They give they Archie gives her back her legs. Oh, that's and a shame. and you just want Florence Pugh to have tiny little legs, don't you? <laughs> I don't know why. It's, it's just the image. <laughs> it's of happened her. so many times on this well, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like 
yeah, for its pure tiny little legs, like <laughs> n- not not like little actual two part legs, but just with one bit missing, <laughs> is is incredibly funny. <laughs> Okay, well, you can, can say like that if you want, but yeah. R2-D2 carries her everywhere yeah, <laughs> on those yeah. big old legs. I like that. I like that. And it's also like, yeah, I guess we've got the tortoise and the hare in there as well. In, 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 in many ways. We got we got round back to the tortoise and the hare. And, 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 but Bill BPO doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, no, Bill BPO, well, Jason Sudeikis is dead. Oh, so. I mean, Jason Sudeikis is just a vestigial part of Bill BPO's body now. Yeah, he, Jason Sudeikis got what, what, what was all coming he, to All him. Jason Sudeikis can do is just snarkily say things from the chest of Bill BPO. Yeah. Uh, like Cortana to the to Master Chief. There we go. That was, uh... <laughs> the robot, robot stole, stole my femur. There you go. That's there we, it. There we go. <laughs> it's a beautiful thank- transhumanist horror story. Yeah, thank you, Reese Howell, for that one. Yeah, hope you yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, hope you hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for the title. Uh, if you have enjoyed it, then uh, of course. We'd really appreciate it if you would tell your friends about it. Um, it we don't have a marketing budget. We're not on a network of any kind. No, no, so not that we know of. We have no one who uh, who's who's kind of sharing the podcast apart from you listeners. Mm. Um, so if you would do that, we'd be re- really, really appreciative. Uh, we are going to be uh, featured. Um, a, a trailer for the show is going to be featured um, this Saturday coming, which is if you're listening to this podcast um, on the day it comes out on the Friday. Um, it will be tomorrow. Um, and so uh, we're going to be featured on the um, Pod UK um, stream. Yeah, it's a uh, Pod UK goes uh, goes digital. Um, mm. The stream, there's going to be loads and loads of cool guests. Uh, Brett, who uh, has been on the show uh, twice now, mm. Brett MWXYZ um, on Twitch and, and all that kind of stuff, uh, is doing the organizing for it. And Dave, who's been on the show loads of times, is, is going to be a featured, going to do a live podcast. The Mackle Boys are going to be there um, and uh, a load of cool guests. Um, we're going to have a trailer Wait, on hang, there. Hang on, are we going to get mentioned along with the Mackle Boys? Yeah, yeah, we, we're going to, we, well, there's, there's something called the po- Podcast Promenade. Uh, which oh, is kind of in breaks they're going to play our uh, trailer good lord um, along with a lot of other trailers for, for really really good podcasts around the UK um, mm. so I um, I heartily endorse you going over there if you go over to uh, Team Pod UK on Twitch uh, you can follow that you can get involved in that um, it's bound to be a great it, by the way they're raising money for uh, an NHS charity which is really important Hel- health service stuff here in the UK um, so please go over there. They'll be live all day for that. It's in place of a convention that would have been taking place. Um, so do go over there and, uh, and, and check all that out. It's going to yeah, be great. We will be. Um, we'll be checking it out. Yeah, I'll be watching it all day. Yeah. So I'll be in the chat um, and you can you can, you can can chat to us. Anyway, um, uh, if you've missed that... <laughs> Come then... on there to chat to us. Forget about <laughs> Forget all, all the other really content. Cool people. Yeah. Go on there to just watch our trailer, <laughs> that, our minute-long trailer. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, so uh, we also have to thank, of course, our patrons um, who went over to, to support the podcast to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast, um, where they are giving us money each and every month um, to keep the podcast going. Um, and that's another way you can support it. If you feel mm. like you've told your friends or you feel like that you don't have any friends that, you know, you think would vibe with the podcast, give it a try. But also yeah. you could go over to uh, to... to Patreon.com forward slash Lives of Pitch Podcast, where these people have amazingly uh, kind of been been helping the podcast keep going, as well as getting bonus pictures and also and voting on the genre and all that kind of thing. So that is Ross Originals, 
Brandon Spanky Mills. Does nobody find it odd that a dragon targeted whales? Jeremy L. Kayam, Stephen D. Thomas, Mr. Beakfast, a group called Husk Dawn have captured the channel. Fingers to hand, new scramble, more like old mortgage rates. James Delaney, in today's news, vigilantes have stolen breakfast. Brent Black, I yearn for a simpler time, Mavis. Remember BP Beans? Look, I'm sorry that I prefer to eat out, but it makes me feel like I exist. That's a big feel. Um, where Bisk Turner has broken free and is battling the serial dragon of Wales, Joseph Hegarty, Prime Minister, was it all worth it? Was it all worth it? Newcastle, more like more hassle, Pete. Alex, NSFW. Okay, everybody be nice, Carl gets here soon and he's changed somewhat. Glenn, if I can't trust you with an airport, you can just run the RAF. Prime Minister, the Queen is here, and she's really anger. Prime Minister, we agreed not to talk coronavirus. This universe has enough on. So, uh, those are all our patrons. Imagine if we were doing video essays. Yeah. And we had to have that <laughs> I would in love the it. credits. Yeah. I mean, I don't know we'd, why... We'd do it like the Star Wars opening. <laughs> I don't know why our patrons yeah. don't go and back other... <laughs> Video oh, essay. We don't know. We don't, we don't know. know. They could do. They might. They could very well. If anyone do. in the wild is, li- is watching a video essay <laughs> and, finds, like, oh and finds somebody's stolen breakfast, I remember simpler times like BP beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, patrons. Again, if you want to uh, sort of give us some support and vote on the genre each week, get some free pitches on there as well. And, the minimum uh, is a dollar a month. A dollar a month. Nothing. That's, that's nothing in this economy. <laughs> <laughs> Trust us, we have to spend it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, thank you to everyone for listening. We end, as always, with the Yes Very Clever Award. This is the award we give to someone who's given us a title based around an existing title and just had a little bit of fun with it. A little bit of fun. A little bit of genre fun. Hilarious japes. Hilarious japes. Uh, so, this award is, is joint award. We're giving it to two people. Oh my goodness! Both both Moonlight and La La Land. You can you can how you can. (laughs) Wow, that's a that's a that's an ancient joke. (laughs) That's a dated reference. (laughs) Very dated Oscars reference. I may as well bring up fucking Kanye taking on (laughs) Taylor Swift. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead, read the read the damn thing. This award goes to both Phil Walters and Reese Howell, who've both given us a Roomba with a view. A Roomba with a view. Literally within seconds. (laughs) There we go. Uh, that's that's how that works. Um, yeah, you can put those on your imaginary bookshelf, mm. award yes. shelf. Yes, the, uh, uh, the Yes Very Clever Award. The Yes Very you Clever Award. Very clever. So as always, thank you for listening again. I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it. Mm.